This Radio Days Africa podcast is a recording of a live radio show broadcast on the Voice of Vits during Radio Days Africa 2021. Click to radiodaysafrica.co.za for the full five show series and other great content. You, Nicole Elakin, featuring DJ My Borisa and Gabza, the small right here on Vow FM 88.1, saying Bella Chow. So, do mm-hmm. you even know what that means? I don't know what Bella Chow means, uh-huh. but the first time I heard this song, was I was on at Heist. No, okay. I was at the groove. Uh-huh. And then I was like, why does this sound so familiar? Mm-hmm. Only to find out that uh, when I saw my friend watching uh, Money Heist. Yes. And, uh, Am I the friend? Hmm? Am I the friend? No, you're not the friend. I feel like I put you into Money Heist, but okay, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Yes, I did watch it and I finished it, but then later on, somebody else was watching Money Heist. <laughs> okay. And then it rang a bell to me. It rang a bell. Ugutsi. Oh, actually, the song that I heard in the groove was coming from here. So the original virgin, version was virgin, from... Virgin, yes. Yes. <laughs> the original version was from um, Money Heist. Yes. So Bella Chow means goodbye, beautiful... Bye-bye, Bruce Lee. Ah! <laughs> That's not what we're doing right now. Though. We're not saying goodbye. We're not saying Bella We're not Bella saying Chow. goodbye, but we are talking about languages in yes. the second hour, which, which is what I found interesting mm-hmm. when it comes to... A, this is an Italian yeah. a name or word. A, it's an Italian prote- protest um, that originated in the late 19th century, sung by... Sung by uh, Mondina, who works in protest to the harsh working conditions in the paddy fields of North Italy. That was quite interesting. So I look forward to the conversation that we are going to be having today about the different languages. And it's just that not just me and you yeah. that are having this conversation. We are joined by a guest presenter, Uchan, all the way from... DRC. Democratic Republic of Congo. John, how are you doing? You're doing okay. How are you, girl? It's so warm in the studio. Yes, it is warm. Very, very warm. The aircon is just flourishing. The aircon. Yeah, Yeah. I I can sense that. (laughs) How's the weather that side? We are freezing here. Yeah, but because I heard virgin and virgin, so I, I was a little confused. Mm, no, I think it's that time when, when I was back announcing the song, yeah, Bella Chow, gives me that's the virgin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a Friday. It's a Friday. You know, we are bound to make those mistakes. It is a Friday, but we're looking forward to it. We're getting into conversations about language. And we know that okay. one language that is dominant in your side of the world is French. Of course. I think let's start it off with like a nice French sentence or a nice French hello. Take Something Frenchy. Bonjour. Oh, that one. Comment ça va? Oh, yes. Take me now, Jean-Pierre. Good morning and how are you? Bonjour. Bonjour. Good morning. So when I say voulez-vous coucher à ce soir, is that French? Yeah, yes. What are you saying, Moshe? What what do you mean? What did you you say and what does it mean? I actually don't know. It was a song. When I was growing up. It was a song. Look at you. And I somehow found out very later, Oguti, it's actually French. So that's when I picked it up and I was just like, oh, well, here we are. So what does it mean, John? 
It seems like um, you. So can you come again in French? Because I heard like voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Yes, that's the one. That's what I said. Oh, she's definitely gonna say so that's what I said. So you want me to be bold? So you want me to be bold with the translation? Uh, let's rather not do that because of BCC. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it safe, you know. <laughs> let's keep it safe. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, yeah, so seventeen. I mean, so wise. 17 minutes past 10 o'clock. We are in the middle of conversations with John all the way from the Republic Republic of Congo. Yes, all the way. There we go. He said it himself. So, John, tell us a little bit more about the struggles that you are faced with when it comes to language. Because I think right here in South Africa, we don't get a sense of um, learning more of our own own home languages mm. so the one dominant language that we are forced to learn which is the most common language that we speak amongst ourselves is english actually it's a real uh, it's a really a controversial issue because um you know before independence day in 1960 handled the belgian colony they allow Congolese government the newly uh, invested government to use uh, the four national or indigenous languages, Siluba, Kikongo, Swahili, and Lingala. The Dutch, those languages, remember, Congo was the, 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 the unique in that time world uh, literary, literacy, I'm sorry, uh, Dutch indigenous languages. Mm. But we, we don't know, maybe it's a problem of complex with our government and the, to the school leaders because they don't use those national languages at school to educate young men to develop the country through languages. And um, some of the scholars reports that they were taught by the Belgian colony, like when they use those local languages or indigenous languages, we have them four, that cannot help you to develop the country. Mm. And then it, it, that the, the opportunity for French language, it, it's like settler language to be uh, dominated across the administration, across all the men of the life. For instance, my side as a news reporter, I'm facing the kind of your challenge when it's come to collect, to, to gather news on the ground because Congo is a, a French-speaking country and let the statistic reports that uh, like one third John, are you still there? speaks can speak right yeah, mm. and John. it's a real challenge when you go on the ground, you know, for information in a, in, to interview people um, in um, in local languages, they don't really understand anything. So you have to go to French. Mm. But you want you you want it maybe themselves to speak straight ahead to the local languages when it's come to because we have the newscast in local languages, the full local languages. But my colleagues sometimes they're sharing the same the same issues that they have going through with me because I work for English desk, mm. but they work for the, the, the local languages desk. For that side, when they go and then uh, you meet people even to the interior of the country speaking French. In the villages, they speak French. And remember a francophony a report uh, portrait that Congo out of French, uh, out of France is uh, the world uh, a uh, speaking country after France because France is like the root of French language. Mm. Can you imagine that? But we have 
something like 550 ethnics and over more than 200 spoken languages, indigenous languages across the country, but they don't have any impact in the daily life. Mm. To apply a job or to work with um, local languages, you don't have that value. You don't work respect. Mm. Even in the parliament, but the constitution that has been unveiled in um, 2003 by the former president, Joseph Kabila, it's really written that they can use the four local languages when it's come to promote the, the legal issue or the, um, the, the, the bill of project in the parliament. But even MP themselves, they don't use local languages, but they are allowed to do that according to the basic law. Mm. Maybe uh, it's really not helping the country to move forward with our own values, with all our culture and using French according to the populations be like uh, kind of the, 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 the continuation of um, the, the colony or the colonizations. Mm. You yeah. know, John, I'm just going to quote you there when you're talking about parliamentary. I think we've had a moment where Cyril, President Cyril Ramaphosa was addressing um, the nation as well, and he was speaking in such big words. I mean, it's fair enough that we've got people that understand your basic English. And mm. if you're going to use bigger words and acronyms and you know words mm. that are not going to um resonate and people won't understand then flabbergasted you know you <laughs> might as well be talking to yourself yeah because we need to fi- try and find i think the one thing i also like at the moment is that he's trying to incorporate all the different languages here and there every yeah. now and again just to make sure we'll see everyone is on the same scale and the same balance when it comes to understanding what is happening in and around the world i think we have the privilege of choosing different radio stations mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to your preference of whatever it is, whatever language yeah. you want to listen to at that time, and that is a that is a privilege that we have. So if you wanted in Isuzulu, you, you know, tune you tune into a different radio station. If you want English, you've got a different radio station for that particular time or whatever it is that you want to find out information for. So I think as South Africa, we can definitely resonate with what you are saying. You know, um, there's, there's there's different levels to the whole language thing. And to think of what we are not being prepped for... Yeah going into the big bad world you know i moved from kzn where the dominating language was isizulu and i come to johannesburg and it's mm. very difficult or maybe not as difficult but it's very rare to find someone who speaks the same zulu mm. that you speak and understands you fluently at the same point so you need to every now and again try and grasp whatever that person is saying whether it's tonga chivenda mm. um you know it's all those things that you we, we failed to learn and only now when you are growing up do you understand the importance of actually involving yourself and understanding the different languages that we have and i mean we have 12 maybe 13 at this point because i remember sign language was mm-hmm. also being yeah. initiated as an official language in south africa very late but i mean we have it nonetheless yeah <laughs> so to think that out of all 13 languages you only know two yeah which is your mother tongue and the second language of the communication language as we use as a business here yeah okay I mean, um, that is not the same experience in my country because uh, when you go to apply for a job, because um, the most important is to get a job for the students are completing their uh, studies. But when they go to apply the job, you have the criterion to get a job. You have to be uh, good in French. There is no mention for indigenous or local languages, Lingala, Swahili, Siroba, or um, uh, what is 
Yeah, but you, you don't have that criterion for like requirement to get a job. Mm. But you are applying a job in your own country. Mm-hmm. Can you understand? Yeah. Can you get that? And that, that is a big problem for the country. But it, the, I mean, um, when I try to, 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 to take back the history of the country in 1960, so Belgian colony or the Belgian government in that time, they allow our government because sometimes we say, no, we have uh, like the, you know, like the Western are getting involved in our Indian business. But in that time, it's well written in the history of our country. They were allowed already to promote their local language or to teach them at school. But when it's come to get a job, because that, that is like the, um, the stop point of life. When you completely study, you have to get a job. When you apply for job, there is no a requirement to speak local languages. It's French. And uh, when you go for NGO, international NGO, then you see English and computer science skills. No way to reach in for French. Mm. And I also talked to some lawyers, and those lawyers explained me that what they have experienced in their career. When they assist a client to the court, we should appear to the court, the client maybe uh, he doesn't speak good um, French. He knows only uh, is is a uh, mother tongue that can be Swahili, Kikongo, Siloba, or Lingala. But he should appear to the court and is going through his own uh, local language. But the lawyer should all um, um, they, they need to translate that to the prosecutor. But maybe uh, it's not faithful. Hmm. Can you see that? But is an officially a law to use a uh, full uh, national or indigenous language, but it's not happening this way. When you talk to me, uh, this is something that I learned from you that Zulu is uh, getting the same level with English. Is that that? Um, For the administration. Sorry, yeah. there, John. Uh, say that again. We kind of lost you. I think the line is quite bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I can hear good. I can hear good here and 100% good. So now it's good, okay, with me? Yeah, we can clearly hear you now. Okay. Yeah. But I said we don't... Okay? No, I'm saying can you repeat the question again? No, no, no. I didn't repeat the question, but I was saying that we... You know, sometimes even lawyers, they complain for the same issue, the, the necessity of using our indigenous uh, or the national, the full national language uh, to the court. When they have a client, we should uh, appear to the court and that client doesn't speak French anymore. Mm. He knows only uh, Lingala or Swahili. But the prosecutor should uh, need a translation of um, is um, indigenous or the national uh, language version and mm-hmm. it's a problem now for the lawyer mm-hmm. sometimes so it um, I mean uh, it's uh, a reality that we're going through for I mean over the past decade but the government maybe uh, should uh, promote even when it's come to publish the um, you don't need like scholastic word but I, I don't have a, a simple word it's like the, the bill of law from the parliament and they should publish that. Sometimes the population ask the the the, the, the translations of what has been um, uh, passed in the parliament. But mm-hmm. it's not happened this way. Mm-hmm. It's never happened this way. Yeah, those are like 
the the the, the, the sad part of French are uh, French is still taking over uh, the country or taking over the administration and job uh, justice and everywhere you go is French is French even our culture our movies you know when you go to buy some food to the restaurant or supermarket you have to use French mm-hmm. you go to the village where they have to promote our local culture our local values but they speak French they had a little person that speak French so this is not from my own opinion. You can go back to the latest report, the latest report of Francophonie. Then you're going to find out that Congo is after French, the, the world French-speaking country. But, um, but it cannot be this way. Normally, what I heard from you is like Zulu get the same, same standards or same level with uh, other uh, um, spoken language in South Africa. But if this is the, your viewpoint, I mean, in my country, we're not sharing the same experience. Everywhere you go is French. It's French. Everything that you need is French. If you speak local language like Lingala, because uh, it's, it's the, the most spoken language in our country since uh, the late president Mobutu uh, ruled the country over um, more than 30 years, three decades, more than three decades. It, it was on the in, in power, and then Lingala is uh, is mother tongue from Equatorial Province or state, if you want it. But now, everywhere you go in the over the twenty six provinces of our country, they speak Lingala. But when you need to express yourself in Lingala, you go um, for business, or you go for you, you need uh, to run a business, or you go to the court to appear to the court. People feel a little ashamed to use mm. local language. I mean, Lingala Swahili. They want to maybe um, to add value or to add respect from people to their listeners when they speak French. Mm. John, I'm just going to hold you there for a minute before we continue with our conversations. But to our listeners, you can also engage with us on 084-078-4912. We want to hear from you. Um, in the meantime, we do have Gift Sukhupula on standby with your news update. With your news headlines on VAFM News this morning, I am Gift Sukhupula. Gauteng's local economy weakens due to the recent unrest and President Cyril Ramaphosa to provide an oversight in KZN after emergence of violence and lootings. I'll be back with your full news bulletin at the top of the hour. Lunch show. It's about pet names. It's about pet names, right? I have a problem with pet names. Tuli inja iwusi or tuli inja inchandega abona. We would understand them all. So let me explain what pet names essentially are, right? <laughs> pet names are nicknames, right? Not pet names like Upubi or Spoja. <laughs> the one we want to know from you is those buttercup, sugar bang sugar bang bang, sugar and spice. And yeah. the one I absolutely hate is dear. Dear what? <laughs> Hi, my dear, dear. Mister, <laughs> dear sir, yeah, I don't, I don't. dear HR manager, <laughs> dear what? That lunch show every weekdays from twelve to three p.m. only on Power FM eighty-eight point one. Oh, 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 all the hottest jams. Jam. This is Power FM eighty-eight point one. Yeah, oh, yo. Elako, la chose la. Oh, to tombe, 
It's Folly Pupa right here on VFM 88.1. It's called Eloko Oya. Bring us to 1037. It's area code on VFM with Zexual and Pritingwen. And we have John on Africa Hour. Today is the final day for Africa Hour. We've been running it through the week. And today we are doing a double impact. <laughs> but in this hour, we are in Congo having a chat with Ujon. Hello, Eloko, is Eloko Oyo, is in Lingala. This is uh, the, the language brought by the late President Mubojo uh, from Equator. is well spoken. It's the mother tongue in Equatera. Mm. Eloko Oyo in English is like uh, a, um, that 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 thing, a little this that thing that thing. The local oil, but we you know with artists they have their way to express themselves. Behind that, inside the song, is explaining several things. You know, like the value of women's well, mm. because um, and sometimes it's bringing the value of music in a local. Yeah. Mm. And uh, earlier on, John, you said uh, you had a chat with the lawyer, uh, and, and you said they are having difficulties when it comes to communicating with clients, and they don't understand the national language, which is French. Yes, of course. Uh, I need to come back to what I was saying about the courts, because when lawyers, because some lawyers that I interviewed, they taught me that it's important the prosecutor to communicate straight ahead with the the client to the court in their local language. But it's not happening this way when it's come to have a public hearing. The client speaks maybe in Siluba, in Swahili, in Lingala, in Kikongo with the lawyer. But sometimes, you know, when you, you have a public hearing, the, there is a time for a lawyer. There, there is also a time for a client in, to express himself. But when a client express himself, sometime at the court, they have somebody to translate the word from uh, the client. And sometimes they complain that it's not faithful. This is the big issue. Mm. Let's take a listen to uh, the old Bulenge, who is the, the lawyer that you had a chat with. Mm. I'm sorry? That's a good question. Yeah, go on. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot for my... Okay, it seems like we're having an issue with the uh, with the uh, with that voice notes. But we are chatting uh, languages uh, in 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 Congo, and the French language is the common language there. And there's about over two uh, there's about two hundred languages spoken in the country, while French is the official language and widely used in education and government. And there are about four national languages, which are Kituba, uh, Kingo, Kikongo, Lingala, Swahili, and Tilu. Uber. Now, with, yeah, with with the difficulties that people are having there, we are curious to find out from the from the Congolese people that how do they feel uh, about uh, the French being the common language? Zero eight four zero seven eight four nine one two. We also want to know your views, Johannesburg, on this one. And we are available. We are available on Twitter. We are at Val FM.
It's Future Majesties and Mbafo featuring Sandy Lebati Uzobuya. And we are back with the Africa Hour in mm-hmm. conversations of language. The dominant language in um, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Congo is um, French. So with us here in South Africa, it's yeah, English. It's English. And I think my I voiced out my opinion by saying that I think we should also be given the privilege of studying our own languages and even languages that are neighboring to us. You know, yeah. trav- moving from KZN to Gauteng uh, to start a new career yeah. demands that you know a few languages. And it's quite embarrassing yeah. to have two languages. Out of 13. Well, it's even worse in Congo, you know. 200. Imagine the difficulty <laughs> yeah. that they are facing. Yeah. 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 All right. So we do have some of the voice notes that have come through, and this is what you had to say. Yeah. yeah. French is known to be the official language of the Democratic Republic of Congo. So taking over other languages, uh, it's uh, quite normal because from home, from wherever we are, okay, people are requested to speak French in the administration, at school. 
uh, in our different activities, uh, people easily communicate in French. Although we have our four national languages that can help, but uh, you know, even for prestige, people prefer to speak, uh, not English I wanted to say, but French. Uh, but me as an English speaker, I know my wish is uh, for Congo to have English as a second official language. But we know that French is kind of predominant, and this is uh, the official language that we got from the colonizers that we keep using up to now. So um, there is no issue to discuss about this. We have to accept French because this is the language we use in business in Kinshasa, in the Democratic Republic of Congo. We use it in our administration, we use it in school. Uh, although we have also to know that apart from French, we have to add some uh, English to be internationally accepted. Hmm. And speaking of English, I wonder if English is also common like French there, John? No, but uh, English is, um, has um, uh, a privilege that mm. some parents are giving to their children. Don't they have some means? You know, when you speak English in my country, it seems like you are a very important person. So, because, John, you uh, are privileged. So, you are privileged. Very, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try. You know, I'm from uh, my, my parents didn't have that opportunity to send me to bilingual schools because they are very, very expensive. I tell you, and those schools when you can learn both French and English at the same time, so you cannot afford that when you are from um, a, a, a normal family, like a poor family, you cannot afford that. But they, um, and when, like, the, the NGO from um, international NGO, PNUD or UN NGOs, they require English and good money, good salary. That's the reason why youth are going to attend um, English schools uh, to learn English. But at school, is um, like, you have mathematics, you have geography, and they also have, like, the English course but it's not really dipping as a uh, french because french is coming back to any single languages but english when you speak english is um they look at you oh wow where is it from and they should listen to you and um, um that's why we're we're really um trying to do our best you know promoting english through uh what we're doing our job but it's not really common as French. You can go everywhere. You, you listen to people speaking French, but English is an individual decision or parent. They're giving privilege to their children to attend the bilingual schools. Now, when you're talking about being privileged and going to these schools, are they also coming at a cost? Is it cost-effective for you to go to those schools? Yeah, when I talked about privilege meaning that it is um first i don't want to come for economy how you know the society is organized for middle class poor and rich men in mm. my country i don't want to come on that yeah that's why maybe sometime you, you you heard about privilege because it's not really given to everybody you don't have the people um you know teaching for free english in mm. the school of language at uh, the city or township you don't have that really they have to pay something and several parents cannot pay for their children and when you speak english they look at you even my company you know when they look at you they say oh, 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 oh what is this what is this what is it from 
because it's something like you have to be a very important person or you have to be from, you know, a, a good uh, family, a well-being, and mm. you have that, you know, the opportunity to have an easy life and something like that. That's why you go for English. And uh, also in some neighborhood, we find out some young guys who's um, singing like uh, pop music and they also need English. That is frequently to find out in many neighborhoods of Kinshasa, those young men are singing like uh, American music or South African music because it's, 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 it's sung in English and they have to speak English, maybe to call ladies or to impress people. Mm-hmm. But it's not like for the administration, only with NGO for years. Uh, something that you're coming for job opportunities, NGOs and, you know, foreign companies, sometimes they require English and computer science skills. Mm. Now, John, let's just wrap up some of the voice notes that have come through as well um, from Congo. And this is what some people have to say when it comes to um, French being the dominant um, dominant language in Congo. Um, French is an obligation in DRC. We live French. Everything we do here in our country is in French. You know, in my my office, for example, we can't work in another language. It's only French. We live with a French for centuries, so now Uh, French is used in the DRC as um, the official tongue. Uh, DRC is uh, the first uh, French-speaking country in the world, as you know. Uh, and its importance is is everywhere. Uh, is as well as um, uh, a tool of professional work and uh, used everywhere, anywhere, but I'm going to focus uh, specifically on uh, uh, legal field, on law field. As you know, uh, legal field is is a very uh, specific, is very technical. Uh, In in law field, uh, words, terms used there are very, very specific. If you are not special in this field, it will be very hard for you to understand uh, the term used by uh, laws. I mean, by laws, I mean different laws of the country. And uh, the terms used by uh, lawyers, it's very hard. Sometimes when somebody appears in court, uh, the lawyer has to translate from his local languages into French. Sometimes it's not easy. But the reason why uh, people who come to courts are allowed to speak language they, they use easily. Because understanding law sometimes is not easy at all. So we hope uh, that uh, our country is going to do its best to uh, to make the use of French easier so that everybody can get a command of that and use that 
um, effectively in any fields of, of activity. It's a, uh, are you still there, John? Yeah. Quite interesting when to hear um, uh, people's views in Congo when it comes to French language being the national um, or being the official language, should I say, uh, with the difficulties of other languages as well. For example, if one is is is, is fluent in Katuba and uh, there's someone else who is speaking French and now they have to communicate and then therefore they use um, English and there's some some of them don't even understand English as you mentioned that uh, English is like a, a privileged is a privilege to speak it there. Yeah, but I mean, this is the, the, the big part of uh, the, the government should promote our local uh, languages because uh, this is maybe a sample of uh, the entire country. When I go, because Congo has like, I told in the beginning, 26 states, if you mean provinces, the way we call them in French here. And uh, you have something like 450 ethnic tribes and then inside, which are over 200 uh, languages spoken in a country. But it's a really a challenge when it's come to go, uh, you know, maybe uh, even for business buying food because um, like 90% of food are coming from villages. But how you can communicate this is a good question with those indigenous people. When you go to buy food, corn, cassava, and whatever we're using as food in the capital, Kinshasa. Because sometime you go and um, it, uh, you, you, it's a misunderstanding between uh, the, the two people in mm. communication. Because those are from the, the urban centers. They took French as a, in a like a... a uh, uh, something to 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 with respect, but it's a serious problem when you go to an entire country. English, it's also standing the same way. You know, John. But English is uh, mm. yeah. I was gonna yeah. say sorry to cut you short. I was gonna say I'm actually just thinking about how we've come from Afrikaans actually. Yes. So we stem from an era of Afrikaans where it was the most dominant language that was spoken and you know people were forced to study Afrikaans as a, a, a language that needed to be used throughout so we have since okay. moved from those times to English and I think maybe just what I'm trying to grasp here as we wrap up the conversation is what would you like to see um, come alive after you've had this conversation and you have taken your demands um, to the department or whoever is that person that is de designated for that particular conversation that you guys want to have, what would you like to see after this conversation has unfolded? Actually, after that conversation, what I would like to see is like um, the promotion of the four national languages. Why? Because uh, people speak French, they can write French, but they don't understand perfectly French. If I say they understand it, so grasp the content of what they are saying. And there's a problem when it's come, for instance, the case of appearing to the courts, because you are facing a risk maybe to go to the prison or to be released. But all of that is the language. But in the parliament, I want to give you some references that can have maybe uh, my, my expectation after that conversation. They should uh, publish all the bill of law in the four national languages because of why 
in the countryside, in the interior of the country, people should grasp, they should understand 100% of the content of what has been passed in the parliament because they will first that on their daily life basis. Otherwise, it's a misunderstanding. Speaking French, it's different with when they are understanding things like they use in their maritime. This is really my, my expectation after that conversation to promote not only in Congo, even in Ghana, in South Africa, in Mozambique, across Africa, like Arabic country are doing in Tunisia, Morocco, when you go in those Arabic nations, you find Arabic is it's, um, like the key language for everything. And students are, uh, are being abroad with Arabic and they go to school with Arabic. We should do the same if we really we're not a sustainable development for our country. Mm. No, I certainly agree with you. And I mean, um, these are conversations that we need to start having. But I always say that having conversations is not enough. We need to action out everything that we have conversations about because we are forever going okay. to the drawing board and drawing a picture, but we're not taking it out there for people to actually purchase or see what we are drawing. So that's the most important thing. Unfortunately, John, time is not on our side. It is time for us to say goodbye to you and make way for the second hour of Africa Hour where we have Namibia joining us at 11 o'clock. Thank you very much. Thank you for the team and thank you to our listeners. Goodbye. Thank you very much. John, I need you to say goodbye in French. Come on now. Come on now. Come on with it. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> au revoir. Bonjour. Au revoir. Radio Days Africa and the Voice of Wits present the African Radio Hour. 60 minutes of continental radio talk, music, insight, and camaraderie. This Radio Days Africa podcast is a recording of a live radio show broadcast on the Voice of Vits during Radio Days Africa 2021. Click to radiodaysafrica.co.za for the full five-show series and other great content.